0: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Paper Tuesdays with
1: Michael Dwyer and Mark
2: Halpin and
1: Michael would you like to introduce our guest today? <laughs> we're tonight? going backwards but we're going forwards with Eva. Aoife. Aoife's going to show us the way Aoife Parnell how are you keeping Eva?
2: How are you guys? Thanks well, for having me on this is... I feel like a celebrity now I'm on this it Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was, is it? Yeah, we're we're getting well, I'm getting a big head from all this. I mean, we, we had jerry lacy talk to us last week now. You know, we're being told we're celebrities by Ifa. Like it's uh it's just one thing leading to another, isn't it? You know? It is, yeah. What's Jarrh's well, yeah,
2: calling you you've made it now. <laughs> yeah. If jerry's heard of you, you've made it. <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> Jar.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eva, we both heard you on Blue Zone Pod uh, with Cormac, previous guests of the show, and it was great. Uh, really enjoyed it. It was such an honest and open conversation. Uh, it must have taken a bit of guts to, you know, settle the nerves and have that conversation about your transformation.
2: Um, yeah, I think if I was asked, say, three months into my journey, I probably wouldn't have been able to talk about it but I feel like I've crossed a line now where I know I'm not going to go back there. Mm. And I'm in the headspace that, Look, I listened to a load of podcasts when I started walking and started moving and like so many people inspired me and it might've been just one sentence that resonated with me. So I thought, look, if I can say something that will help someone, then I'm going to do it. Because if I can make someone feel as good as I feel right now, then I want them to know like, you know, that like, obviously, I don't know, maybe your listeners haven't heard Cormac's podcast, but um, I started out with 31 and a half stone. So, like, when you're that way, you, you don't see a way out, you know, and so I just wanted people to know, like, there is a way out, like, there is help out there, you know, just get the proper help, you know. So, Cormac was that for me, like, you know, some people might be slimming clubs it it might be loads of different types of things but for me i needed at that way i needed someone that was professional that could teach me about nutrition more so than anything that yeah, was my yeah. downfall
1: yeah in those early days you gave a great example of uh, listening to a podcast with Trisha and Brian keen and um that you you've since met Trisha and it, like uh, you seem to have developed a bit of a bond like what what was it about Trisha that resonated with you um,
2: I think it's because when she did the podcast with Brian Keane, um, she told a lot of stories about what the way she felt before her journey and kind of funny things. And that resonated with me that like I kind of laughed at. Like she said, she'd go order something and pretend it was for three or four people. Like I used to go to Doyle's to get a chicken roll. And I used to say, yeah, I'll have butter on mine, but he won't on his. But like they were both for me. I was just taught the lady behind the counter will think... I'm not as bad if it looks like I'm getting it for two people mm. and not just myself. Like, like you think you're codding people, but you, like you're wearing your waist, so you're not hiding anything, you know, but um, yeah, it was just about bar- embarrassment of eating in front of people. And some of the things she said, I thought, Oh my God, I've never heard anyone be that honest before. Cause mm. usually when you see journeys, you know, you only see the before and after pictures. You don't oh. really get to the nitty gritty of the story. And for me, a lot of things she said obviously hit home and I think those are the people that inspire me and the people that I get messages off on my Instagram saying look I went out for a walk because I heard your podcast or you put some up in your story and you know it inspired me and I could be having a really crap day and they're the people that inspire me like just a small message can inspire me so much like you know it doesn't have to be a big celebrity or some big diet or anything you see on the telly like it's just good honest people telling me that I'm helping them you know like yourself Mark like I came off Facebook when I started my journey because obviously with the pandemic and that um I would have been very anxious looking at some of the posts and things like that so for me on Instagram is easy because I can just follow people I want to follow and I see you with your posts and I always I always see Matthew you know from Pace 14 and Cormac like there's no bullshit in what you're putting up Mm. you're not Mm. telling people you know you'll never have a takeaway again you'll never be able to have a drink again like it's just honest and I think that like the fitness industry is gone more that way because people just expect honesty you just want people to be real with them like you know so yeah anything like that now anything that's real or anyone on a journey who has been through it anything at all i just love soaking up information i just think once i educated myself on nutrition then that for me was the biggest thing you know
1: yeah
3: but like thanks for the compliment on my page well yours is great one for me to follow i think what you display is sort of the everyday of it like you know you're not saying oh you know I went and climbed this mountain today and then I ate a salad or whatever you're like here's what I had today for breakfast here's how many calories it was here's what I'm trying to hit here's what I'm trying to do every day in and out and then that people relate to that more so because people can't relate to the people who only eat fucking rabbit food and who like do yoga six times 100%. a day so like when they see you it's like oh thank god somebody is doing the same thing as me and getting results so now I'm I feel better about it and it it's very humbling and it's it really is, it's refreshing, is what it is, I think, more so than anything else.
2: Yeah, I think as well, like, people often say to me, God, how are you motivated all the time, but for me, motivation is what made me start, you know, yeah. it's consistency that keeps me going, I'm not motivated every day, like, some days I wake up, like, this morning I woke up, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to do a big walk today, I'm going to get all my food right, and I'm really, really you know, up for it. Like yesterday morning, I woke up and I wanted a box of Lindor for my breakfast. Mm-hmm. It comes and goes. Like, it's not all... People think losing weight is just, like, static. But it, it's not, like, it just... It goes everywhere. Like, you can be up one minute down the next. Like, I put up £6 in January. Um, that's an exclusive for you lads. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I lost £5 this week. Wow. Mm. You know, like, I before i would have given up because i would have thought oh my god six pounds you're like i'm gone now whereas now i know that's just water weight yeah do you know it could be i'm due my time of the month there's there's a whole i could have had too much salt in my diet the night before like there's a whole host of reasons why you might be up that day like and i think that's why people need to educate themselves yeah. because then they'll know like for me like going to slimming club being up two pound i'd be like oh i'm giving up Whereas, like, if I was up two pounds, like, like, you know, it could be your carbohydrates you had the day before. There's a whole host of things, like, you know, that could be. That's why I just, I'm such an advocate for, you know, educating yourself on it. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's uh, something you mentioned there about, uh, your, and well, Mark credited you with the social media. So what strikes me there is the accountability, you know, some days you would put up to say, i'm just not feeling it today i haven't walked or you know i couldn't had an awful headache and i had to just go walk and you know um it's that is it is it hard sometimes to be so
2: open um in that regard um i have to say no because i think people um appreciate if i'm honest because as i said like they're not going to feel it every day mark you're a personal trainer like People will probably look at you and think, "Oh my God, he's so fit. He must eat this. He must do this." Like, but like, I know you probably don't feel it every single day. You couldn't like, you'd be inhuman if you felt, you know, that your diet's going to be perfect every day. It just doesn't work like that, you know. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't harm me to put up being honest because I think if I was looking at someone's page and they were honest, I could connect with them more. I'd feel more normal myself, and I'd be like, look. You know they're not on it every day look and they're still doing well like I can do it as well you know so I think it's just important like uh, my friend Colette as you know Michael she was the one to come up with my name for Instagram because we had a chat one day about you know I just said look I always want to be honest I always want to be like transparent I just want to to help people because I know how how it feels especially when I was that weight, like you would see me, I'd be doing loads of things in the community community, I'd be always laughing and smiling. But like it's not a true reflection when you go home at nighttime, how you feel. Like so, like you might see someone like out and they're you're like, god, they're always in great form, they're always right crack, you know, they have no troubles, but we don't know what's going on in people's heads. And that for me is so important. Like if I'm looking at someone else on Instagram, I don't judge their journey like I said some things work for some people they mightn't work for me and that's fine because everybody's different and I just think when you start judging people like so, like some some of the comments like you get are like gas from people you know like are you supposed to be having that are you not on a diet and you're like I am on a diet like but well, I can have croutons in my Caesar salad if I want I can have an burger if I want mm. but you know I think I think it's just it's conditioning a lot of people like bad and good food and that doesn't exist like no food should be bad all food is good once you have it in moderation this is a
1: hot topic with your discussion with karma as well and i'm sure this is something that's come up and you've said you know um the need for education when it comes to nutrition um it this is probably something that we're still probably learning i know you could go to a professional and try and get nutritional advice but for the everyday stuff you're it's um, a rule of thumb you had was before. If it you know it stick to natural sources of food can mm. can be a, a yeah. positive approach to it. Is there anything, Mark, that strikes you about that? About the about speaking. the need for new education when it comes to nutrition? Oh, well, education is everything. It's to
3: lead the person to water, or was it to teach a man to fish instead of giving him a fish and then he will feed every day for his life or whatever? I completely butchered that, <laughs> but like it's education is everything. It's it's learning and building and to think a lot of things i think people sleep slip up on as well is it has to be perfect and if it's not perfect it's fucked and like it's not it's the same with anything to start anything you're going to start it badly no matter what it is it could be a learning instrument could be fixing your diet could be exercising you're going to be bad at, it at the start if you accept that except you're going to be a fool at it at the start and you're going to learn as you go along like, you're going to have days where, like, you had something you actually thought was healthy or you thought, like, that had very low calories, but you're after eating, like, a bag of, say, Brazil nuts and they're hiding massive in calories or whatever. You're gone way over, like, oh, fuck, no. So sure, that's it then. That's it. Done. It's like, no, I learned that. And now, I, like, I'm still learning every day. Every day I learn more about, like, training, nutrition, stuff like that. And that that is what keeps me interested in it. If I knew everything, I'd stop caring. I'd stop trying to get better at it. So that's, yeah, that's why
1: education, I think, is important. Yeah that's interesting I it's agree. A, it's a it's a tough one to strike though. like if you probably have I as um you probably have Found the nice balance in that you know you're able to recommend things that you know have you found in a supermarket that that are healthy and taste good and go well with a cup of tea mm. or whatever. So that that probably is good. But otherwise, like you're you're kind of relying on maybe reading Fitness Pal well or maybe you know having access to um so a, a nutritional um, expert uh, that type of thing um but but is it true that type of referrals from friends and just oh that that looks healthy is that how you um develop a good diet Eva?
2: yeah like obviously like I went to Blue Zone Nutrition Clinic um and I obviously I learned loads from that but um usually like people say how do you come up with ideas for your meals and this and the other but if I'm having a craving for a meal like say I pick Katie Daly's and I'm like god I'd love carbonara right now like, I'll pick a dish that I like, but I'll just make a healthy version, oh. you know. And I think that kind of keeps me going yeah. because it's not the same food every day. Like, it's not just chicken and broccoli,
0: you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> There's so much more food out there. Like, And um, I think what you're referring to there with um, Mark, I'm not sure, Um, is, like, I always go to the rule of thumb. Like, most of the food I eat, it can't have a uh, sell-by date. More than six months because yeah. that's just crap you're putting into your body. That's okay every once in a while, but usually, like, you're better off with, like, you know, the fresh, natural food. Like, if it comes out of the ground, if it falls from a tree, you know, those kind of things, like, if it has something past six months on the sell by date, I usually avoid,
0: mm.
2: you know, because it'll stay, like, obviously, if that's not, if that can last six months, like, I just don't want to put it into my body. Yeah you
1: know and obviously Eva, you've made massive strides in like in recent well from lockdown one and your doctors I know that was the most recent one anyway but like you also had you know you you had a willingness and you said motivation at the start you know to which you were with Connor for a while as well so like um what? where do you see your journey or your transformation like is it is it just to become a healthier person as a whole or what what's what? what's driving you on for as a whole now
2: um well I think it's in the first lockdown I got sick and I was diagnosed with diabetes I think that for me was probably one of the biggest driving forces behind why I changed my diet because I obviously know people <clears throat> that have suffered diabetes and they have crippling health conditions. I know people that have passed away due to complications of diabetes. So I think for a long time, I would have been overweight. I would have hated what i seen in the mirror and I look rotten, but it was never a massive health thing. So mm-hmm. I think once a doctor confirmed that, like, look, what you're doing is making you so unhealthy. I kind of was like, look, Aoife, like you don't want to live. Do you know, get busy. What's that thing? Get busy living or get busy dying? Is that what film is that out? It's a great, yeah, it's out some film anyway, but it's a great quote. Yeah. And it's like, get busy living or get busy dying. And I wanted to live, like I think that's, you know, because there was a point in my life where I would have went to bed and I, said to anyone like, like I'd be happy enough not waking up in the morning, mm. you know, which is not a good place to be, you know. Mm. So I think that yes, mental health was a massive issue. But like when I was diagnosed with diabetes, that for me kind of really gave me the kick I needed. Like and I think as well in the lock the first lockdown, I got to slow down a good bit because I would be so busy and involved in things. I kind of got to have time to look after myself. I think that was a massive help help and there wasn't loads of distractions around. Um but I do find this lockdown now probably the worst, the hardest. You know, definitely. And I know everyone's saying the same. So that that for me when people are on us on Instagram and they're saying they're finding the lockdown hard is good because I, there again, I don't feel alone. I know so many people feel the same. Like, but for me, like, the journey is like, I'm going to be doing this, I know, for the rest of my life. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that's helped me is that I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life. So I can't avoid foods I don't like. I can't never have a takeaway or never have a drink again because I know it's going to be for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. If I thought, like, you know, I'm going to lose weight in two years and then it'll be over, it won't be over. I'll always have an issue yeah right. with weight and food like I know I'm more educated and I'm I'm a lot better to be able to handle it now but I think that um this is a lifestyle change I would never say I'm on a diet like if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah
3: yeah and that's like that I was i been reading recently about sort of motivation and mindset stuff and a lot of people reckon that not only should you have something to work towards but also something to run from and you have that like with your scare with the doctor that's what you're working away from but you you obviously have a goal at the end you want to reach or whatever but it's important to have that as well like this is what i want to stay away from and if i keep doing this thing it'll keep me away from that i think that's just as powerful as
2: um, oh yeah a hundred and then like obviously when i go to the doctors like i see like the massive changes in my in my blood and what it's doing for me physically i think which is a good thing too like um and then you have obviously little goals that you have, like, you know, I want to do a box jump, which is so simple for a lot of people. I couldn't do it. And that's something I achieved um in the summer. And that was a massive thing for me. My next thing would be to do a pull up. They're just little goals mm. in the gym. As Cormac always says, like, you know, it's all about nutrition, like the gym complements your food because it's good for your mental health and makes sure that what you're losing is actual fat and it's not muscle you know but like it's all in the nutrition and these little things like I have in the gym I don't want to be like oh I want to run a marathon or this they're just little things that I know that are achievable I just say to anyone have goals that are achievable don't be like when you're starting off I want to run a marathon mm. you know have off I want to run 1k I want to run 5k just small goals like that are attainable really that's what keeps me going Mm. um
1: what would you say are the little since you've started um with this lifestyle change what are the little things that you've noticed that you're able to enjoy now or like the little things that you feel better in yourself
2: um I noticed little things like being able to cross my legs that was a massive thing for me. Um, being able to have boots and shoes that I can bend down to tie up. Like these are, are silly little things, obviously. But um, I can't wait to go on a plane to okay. be able to have a seatbelt around me that won't have an extender. Oh. They're just like little things like yeah. I obviously see and people don't notice. Yeah.
1: you
2: know? And like. Before, like, I would have done my degree. I've been to college in the past, I did a marketing degree, then I'm in the middle of my master's. Before, like, I would have wanted to go for a job, but I used to say, Oh no, they won't employ me because of my weight. Do you know? I never had the confidence to kind of go for things like, yeah, yeah. things like that, where I thought I might get rejected. I'd always go for things if I knew people weren't going to reject me, mm. like, that's why. I'd always go for things to help out in the community because no one's going to say no if you want to do something like that. But like, I would never have gone for anything where I thought someone is going to reject me here and I won't be able to handle that. But like, so putting myself out there and getting a new job, like I would have never done things like that before. I never would have spoke about my weight before, Mm. I think, and I never would have spoke like, like I used to be so cranky Like, I could age it for dinner. Not you, Michael, right? Or you, Mark. (laughs) But, like, say people closest to me. Mm. Like, but, like, my mom and dad just tell me, like, I'm, like, a different person now. Mm. My mood is just different. Like, I used to never be able to go for a walk with someone because I'd be afraid of them walking beside me. And they'd be hearing me breathe because I'd breathe so heavy. Like, I'd bring anyone on a walk now. Do you Mm. know what I mean? They're, They're the little things I think I notice them most, probably. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, <laughs> there's some things you don't notice some people tell
0: you.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know you know all <laughs> my Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Gory won um, the junior football last year, as you know, and we were in the complex afterwards. <laughs> and he said to me, <laughs> Efi, you look great lately. And I said, thanks very much, John." And he said, there's such a difference in you. And I said, is there? And he goes, yeah, I noticed today. And I said, did you? And he said, yeah, when Gory won, he said... I could see Eva paro running across the pitch and hugging your brother and I never seen you run before Eva. and that's what you told me like yeah and that's, so a like, that's such yeah, a sim- yeah, such yeah. a simple thing and for me I took that and I was probably twice as motivated then yeah going mm. home because yeah. I was like you know people are starting to notice like like those little things and then you have things people say to you that make you demotivated that you have to kind of filter out Like I was Out on a walk one day I was going past Aldi And I met a woman And she said to me Look you've lost loads of weight Well done And I've lost weight in the past Obviously And put it up again And I said yeah And she asked me how much I lost And I think I was five stone at the time And she said Oh well keep it up this time won't you And I'm like mm -hmm. That's a compliment But also an insult Mm -hmm. She set me up to fail Mm -hmm. And before I would have went home Like I'm probably at a chocolate bar Because I would have been but now I just filter it out. Right. You just take in the information you want that yeah. makes you motivated and filter the rest out. Yeah.
1: yeah, I it's. I'm sure it's as a. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm constantly amazed at the the link between mental health and physical health. You know, like yeah. when you are more physically active, your mind will be at ease. Like I, that's something that's struck you. Yeah. I'm sure, Eva, yeah. as well, that you're feeling better in yourself.
2: Yeah, I think he was had it on a podcast. He was talking about and your dad said something about endorphins Mm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. um, about um do you feel all the time and things like that like like you Michael now I wouldn't feel all the time sometimes I go out and I don't want to go for a walk or I don't want to go for a run but some days like exercise can make you feel more alive than you've ever felt especially if you hit goal if you're if you're like I'm have to go in a minute faster you know they're endorphins you can't buy you know so good nugget from podge
1: to wire there now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Back, um it, as a trainer what do you see like or well i suppose since it's virtual you haven't seen it yet but I, I'm sure when you have in-person clients uh, you're, you're going to see it probably a more realistic example of what, I, I, got, I, more,
3: I got one session in with your father before we had oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he had the endorphins thought <laughs> <slide. He, laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it sure that's that's why you do it isn't it like I want to help people I want to help people feel better that's sort of why I, I presume most people want to do anything is to help other people that's why I, why I want to be a personal trainer because I've had these issues in the past as well where i felt like shit and i found methods and ways of feeling better and i just want to share it all with other people and that's that's what i think the pod this podcast is about i think it's why you it does what she does it's why we do yeah. what we do is because we're trying to help other people and yeah that's that's basically the how i feel good 100%. so it, it's sort of selfish in a way as well is it helps me feel good to help yeah other but people.
1: we have to be involved in it to Oh, we're we're moving a little bit away from from that, but <laughs> yeah. for we have to our, ourselves. Do we not have to be involved in anything for it to for, to have that interest in it? I am confused now. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll pack that for yeah. another day. Sorry, um, but uh, what else have I got here? Um, it's you spoke about the gym, um, Eva, and like how it's community and camaraderie, and obviously you're looking forward to getting there whenever. Um, yeah the restrictions are eased a bit um what is it is it the little things about getting the extra reps in for an exercise but it also must be the social aspect as well of doing it with a class
2: yeah I think like I was obviously terrified starting the gym like I first went out to blue zone um my brother Grod and William um were in a session at the same time and I was absolutely terrified because I was like, oh, God, even though they're my brothers and they're the most supportive people in the world and they're the reason I went out there, like, I was terrified of people looking at me, God, why can't you do this or why can't you do that? But lads, people don't care when they're in the gym. They're only worried about themselves. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, there's guys out in the gym there and they you'd be trying something every week, like the box jump, and it wouldn't be working out. And then you do it, like, they're there clapping and cheering you on. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to see people do good. Yeah. You know, I think people, it's more so their own anxiety and their paranoid in their head. Like people are good. Like they want to see you do well. And you'd be surprised at the people that would stop and tell you how well you're doing. Like I love seeing people get ahead. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you
2: know what I mean? People do want to see you do well. So I just say to anyone that's thinking of going to the gym, don't have a fear because everybody's at a different stage yeah do you know there could be someone 10 stone lighter than me that mightn't be able to run the same amount of minutes I'm able to run like weight has nothing to do with your ability yeah you know just get out there and start because you know it just changed it well it changed my life anyway like you know yeah definitely start the gym <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um you're you obviously we've spoken about education and nutrition Eva, but I, I think on a more personal level as well you've probably had to or well have you found that your relationship with, with food has changed as a result like as in well you mentioned before about the iceberger and that you know that instead of avoiding completely you can now consume and you know that satisfying that craving now will mean that you can you know um stick with your um Diet as a as a whole.
2: Yeah, I my relationship with food is just on a different level. The way it used to be, like I used to go on a diet and I could eat like say six thousand calories the weekend before I start the diet. Each day, and then I'd start a diet on a Monday, and I could have say the equivalent to a thousand calories, and I could go one calorie over, and I'm like, ah, it up now. Why? So I eat everything. And, like, I still, if I went one calorie over, I still had 5,000 less the day before, but because it wasn't perfect and it wasn't on the plan, I just gave up, like. Whereas now, like, if I have a bad meal, I just start again at the next meal. You know, I started my journey on a Thursday. Do you know? Whereas I was always like, oh, Monday morning, everything has to start Monday morning. I start on a Thursday.
0: Mm.
2: Do you know? Like, start now. Like, don't... I can't explain enough. Like, as I said before, like, there's no bad and good food. Mm-hmm. Do you know, everything in in moderation. Like, do you know, like, have the, as I said, like, if I want a bar of chocolate, I'll have it. If not, I'll have a multi pack the next day because I'm pissed off I didn't have the bar of chocolate the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know? So I think, like, definitely my relationship with food is so much different. I used to have fear or anxiety going on a diet, like, because I'd be afraid, oh my God, if I eat this. I'm gone for the week but like it doesn't work like that
3: you know yeah what advice Eva, would you give to someone say who is sort of has struggled in the past and like they can't get it right like they keep falling off and keep making mistakes and they keep falling off the rails and starting again and fucking it up and taking three months off and end up heavier than they were and trying to lose it again like what advice could you give to someone that is listening to this and like they could be stuck in that situation
2: um so obviously that was me. For 30-something years, I was losing, and gaining, and losing, and gaining. And just keep trying. Consume content. Like, listen to people on podcasts. Read books. Read articles, like, from accredited people. Like, don't just give up. And if you do give up, don't so hard on yourself. Do you know? If you give up, like, that's fine. It's happened. Move on. Start the next one Every day I get up and try. today like I got up this morning and everything is great so far the rest of the day might go to crap but I get up the next morning and I try just don't give up that's all I'm saying because I used to think oh why is it happening what's wrong with me it's not happening for me but lads I know it's probably cliche if I can do it anyone can do it you know so just don't give up yeah try everything like my I used to try oh god I've done every diet that you can think of and like my family used to be like, you know, getting on the bandwagon with me, supporting me, probably hoping that this time it will work, mm. Do you know. So like so anyone out there that has a family member that's struggling, you know, even if you don't agree with what they're doing, support them because they're trying,
0: mm.
2: Do you know, like maybe this is the time that it will work, yeah. Do you know, because someone said once, Ev, I think it was Trisha that said um, her sister had said, look, if you have a family member who's not well and they're trying to lose weight or whatever you know get on every bandwagon because someday you're going to be in their Rolls Royce Mm. do you know like which was really powerful to me Mm. do you know like someday something will stick but just keep trying and you'll find what works for you Mm. yeah
3: Yeah. and like say your age doesn't matter either like it's not as if you have to be in your twenties or whatever to lose weight or people like some people when they're like 30 or 40, was like, Oh, well that's it now. You know, my youth is over now. I'll just get fat and eat and drink and whatever. And sure. Who cares now? I'm on, I'm on the downward slope on the way out. Like I said, like, that's not the point. Like it's enjoying no. every day you have until that time comes when you yeah. leave. Like,
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause I think people think, you know, ah, sure, look, I might as well enjoy my life. I could be dead tomorrow. Like, but you might not be dead tomorrow you might live another 20 30 years yeah you know think to yourself like people say oh food makes me happy lads I'm telling you when when you're overweight food does not make you happy it fills the void for 10 20 minutes and then you feel twice as bad
0: Mm
2: -hmm. after that like so definitely age do I regret not doing this in my 20s yes but would maybe I wouldn't have been as successful as I am now if I did it in my 20s because I think this is the time it just worked for me. Do you know, I just, I think I've learned from past mistakes. Do you know, so age is definitely not a reason not to make yourself healthy because you want to live as, old, not just as old as you can, but like, you know, actually have a good quality of life. Yeah,
1: yeah. As you know, well as
2: you so can. yeah, definitely. Age is definitely not a number.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah a random thing there mark i i've been going to you for the last few weeks and uh i wanted to you know the way we right uh you know say when you give a stretch Mark, and you say uh, breathe into your glute yeah yeah <laughs> yeah how,
3: how like what what it's more just trying to get the mind muscle connection to it like so you're breathing you're just trying to connect to that glute while you're inhaling into it. i don't actually mean like you know
1: yeah, no, bring no, no. Well, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, no, I, I, well, I'm always my mind is just it doesn't stop, and it's probably overactive. And uh, it, no, it was just that came to mind when I was thinking of like, do you notice things? It, it, do you feel better in your body, Eva, as well? Like in everything that you do, or like?
2: Yeah, and I think that's why it's important to go to people like Mark and Cormac or Connor or whoever you go to because. They know what they're talking about and you might see you like you might be doing a stretch if you're if you're following along to something on YouTube but you've no idea what it's for do you know when they're explaining it to you you're like oh well yeah my back actually is a little bit better today or I can stretch a bit more and my run wasn't my knees weren't as sore on my run after you told me to do this because when you're looking on on YouTube like you don't really do half of them because you're like oh what's that about but when someone is explaining to you what's for and you start to notice the difference then like you just soak it all in yeah definitely yeah. so keep breathing through your arse Michael
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that my mother listened to this should kill me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh,
3: uh, like hiring a professional is important like I have a coach I have a movement coach it, like because I wanted to get better at my movement and at my mobility because it's, it's been really poor in the past so I actually I worked with Cormac uh for 12 weeks I think and that's sort of where Mobility started for me and because he was able To teach me you know what movements are correct And why they should be working Now Cormac is like I have to give him a plug here Like he's a gentleman and a professional like he is Really good if you're listening check out Blue Zone Fitness but uh, yeah So I hired a coach that was actually Embarrassingly my first coach I ever hired and I was twenty four, and I know, oh no, yeah, twenty four. And now I've hired Cormac. I have a different one now, and I've t- it's brought me up so many different more levels. Hiring a coach, hiring a professional, because I wanted to get better at something.
1: You described that as embarrassing me.
3: Yeah, because I never had a coach. Like I am a coach, yet I wouldn't hire a coach because I thought I knew everything. But yeah. I don't know everything. Like I need to be guided as well. Everyone needs guidance.
1: Wow, that's very humbling. Yeah, no, it's just because when. <laughs> I would have been of the view that, oh, sure, a coach doesn't need a coach. Yeah, so yeah, was I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. But like, you've,
3: yeah, no, no. Well, I suppose it just for highlights- specific, the, For specific things, like I didn't know anything about mobility, so I heard a mobility yeah. coach. like Joe, Yeah, so. you
1: were putting in the reps and doing what you can, whatever was, it was. Yeah, I was oh, breaking up body scales so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh,
3: so it is, if you don't know something, Drop your ego and hire someone else. I think
2: that's a great attitude Mm. because you should always be learning because like Cormac might learn from someone else. You might learn from someone else and you're imparting all that knowledge onto your clients.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's it. So I, I think, yeah, 100%. I agree. And and it's good to look after yourself. And when you're taking time and you're getting trained by someone else, you're looking after yourself as well. And you can't keep giving from an empty cup. You need to look after yourself before you look yeah, after everyone else, you know. Yeah. 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 That's why I look after myself so I can look after Ian, you know.
1: <laughs> 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 um Eva, uh, the oh, sorry, the head is gone. Um it will come back to me. Mark, do you have another question? No, I will just wait till it comes back. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that was it. Uh, (laughs) Your, can you say where your new job is?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I have a job now in C R I F. It's in Dunleary, so like they're like a business knowledge group. They work for the Central Bank. I'll be working on a team that looks after. Um, you know, like if you're going for a mortgage or whatever, I don't want to bore you. Now this is a light, fun podcast, man, and but, I'm boring you.
1: But how is it related to? Is it in marketing or is it in what? Uh,
2: yeah, like it's it's finance. Like my business or my background would be in business. Okay. Now I'm doing a masters in journalism and communications now. Com- communications is what I want to eventually get into. But like this is a great company, so I'm hoping you know I can work my way up. Yeah, brilliant.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's great yeah. to hear. I love when someone puts in the reps whether it's in all aspects of their life and they gain more confidence that they you know can climb rungs of the ladder in their own personal um journey towards attainment of something greater and that's that's brilliant
2: um it's been great
1: chatting to you i have learned a lot about what's what's driving you on and um as mark said earlier you're a great role model for everyone it's at always Eva on um instagram yeah yeah um, and other? that's.
2: Can I just say as well? Uh, well done to you because I have to say the podcast is just. <laughs> it's. I know we've had serious talks there now, but it's just so light, lighthearted and like I have to give a plug to Flood as well. <laughs>
0: well,
2: I'm on my walk. Be I do be, I do be on my walk, and I'd say people are looking at me because I howl laughing at <laughs> <laughs> them. Well, you know, he's... like I know, like well, I know he's soft inside, really. <laughs> you know. know. But like he you are doing a great job and you're keeping everyone entertained and motivated. And I just, just keep up the great work because I'm loving listening to the podcast.
1: Thanks. Oh, you. Thank you.
3: And I've been a
2: follower of yours, Michael, since he used to do it on Snapchat in school. Yeah. I used to think <laughs> this dad you know. is mad. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, oh, really yeah, it. keep up the
1: great work. James will be delighted with that now, and he's giving you a good one. So here we go. Flash flood. Okay.
0: Had to get off me chest Lads working Diggers and wood chippers At 7 o'clock In the f***ing morning There's no need <laughs> Leave it off Have a Kit Kat There's No need for loud machines Banging and clattering and stuttering And jamming and, and Just making noise when I'm trying to sleep I don't agree with it I've no problem with them things starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. But not at 7. 7 o'clock is that kind of nice stage where you're slowly waking up and you're slowly coming to life. Doesn't need to be interrupted by a big f off wood chipper at that hour in the morning. There should be a law banning works, noisy works, until 8 o'clock in the morning. And if I run for the doll, I'll do it. I'd be like Armando Haran for the, the president of U, in UCD, or the student union president. <laughs> Fitzer is his name. And he wanted to remove the 20 cent charge on ketchup and vinegar. There's not enough <laughs> no Fitzer's in the world. We need more Fitzer's. <laughs> oh, that's
1: brilliant. Go. Oh, he's gassed.
2: Oh, stuff, lads. Yeah. I feel You're like me. if I'm having a bad day now, and I'm if I'm having a bad day now, and I want to eat something bad, I ring Flood. Yeah, yeah. That, he can start eating me on the phone, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and finally, then Eva, we've I crossed the line, Liam Dunn's story here. Uh, oh. Would you want to pick a page number between one and two
2: eight
1: eight? Four, my favourite number.
3: Four, yeah. four, yeah. Mark, do you want I'm to? Not do sure, I'll read it. Now. Yeah. Uh, okay, Eva. Ah, oh, this is a good one. Oh, to all the people of Wexford. All I ever wanted to do was my best for you. Thanks for all the support over the years. Oh
1: There
2: you go now. Well. Sweet.
3: Sounds he, like was talking
2: about, he was talking about you too.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the book is over already. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's he, uh, he's, um he I'd say you've opened him up there, Eva, and that's a very <laughs> uh, you know, emotional quote to end mm. this fine podcast with. Uh, Aoife, thanks so much and could, keep doing what you're doing because you're thanks, you're on a, a journey to greatness. Yeah. Thanks
2: so much for having me. Thanks Eva.
1: Cheers Eva. Well
2: Bye.